Get ready to transform how you communicate and market, not only in business, but in your life. This is Marketing Matters. For more information on today's show and other topics, visit ryansowers.com. Here's your host, best-selling author and national speaker, Ryan Sowers. Hello again, everybody, and welcome to another Marketing Matters. I am your host, Ryan Sowers, and we are broadcasting live here on Business Radio X on every episode of Marketing Matters. You know, we talk business, sales, marketing, customer service, and much more. Let me start by asking you to support those who care for this show. As Air Filter Sales and Service in Tucker and Marietta, and super excited to have some great guests today. But first, and as always, my illustrious co-host, Jane Bishop. See her at janebishop.live, owner of Take the Next Step. Jane, how are you, my friend? Ryan, I'm good. How are Jane, you? Jane, I'm good. How good. are you? Good? Good. I forgot to talk how to talk to people, Jane. How do I you know. do that? You, do, it's, you just talk. Yeah. It's a time we, we, we live in. We live. We, we, I, we, we better I, learn I, fast. I, I, we, I don't we, know. Okay. I, I mean, okay. All right. Thank you. That was really fun. I, I'm not used to talking to people. I'm a little shy. Okay, thanks. All right, but super excited today to have my friend and colleague, um, Scott Greenhut. He is the owner of Scott Inspire. Scott, welcome to the show, my friend. Thank you for having me. I'm excited to be here. Awesome. And also, we have the legendary Michelle Sutter. She is Senior VP of Employee Benefit Consulting with World Insurance Asso- Association Consulting Group. Michelle, welcome to the show. Thank you for having me. Well, guys, it's been fun. And you see, Jane and I are learning how to talk again. So those are the basics of marketing. You, you know, if you want to give you what marketing matters, you've got to complete more than a sentence. Like, bop, 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 bop. We, it's not even a tweet. It's just a little snap, like a little snap chat little TikTok. so uh well let's just start and get it rolling give us a little bit about let me start with you michelle tell us a little bit about your background just so people can our audience can get to know you better all right career-wise my background i was thinking this morning as i was preparing for the show of how long i've had my insurance license since 87 so that means we're getting younger by the day that's right yeah yeah what years don't count anymore so background wise i've worked in all lines insurance for the last 16 years in here in atlanta i focused on employee benefits and working with consumers employers we're in license in all 50 states and just trying to help them navigate the healthcare system which is a challenge awesome and scott uh just a you know a little bit opening about your background um I am starting my journey as an inspirational speaker, and I just want to share some things that I've been through. Unfortunately, I've uh, had some uh, sad things happen just like anyone else, but I'm willing to share my story and hopefully have people who get inspired and start something they want to do so that they don't have regrets in life. Yeah, yeah, and Scott, you know, both you guys bring so much to the table, and as Jane knows, I try to always pair people up, uh, and uh, Scott has a, a neat story, so we'll go back. Uh, well, you know what? No, we, we, we're going to let Jane jump in a little bit here. Jane, uh, you've read a little bit about Scott's background. You know, you know Michelle. What, you know, we're, we're, we're enjoying ourselves, trying to learn to communicate again. Anything popping into your head today to get our show rolling? Oh, absolutely. I think Scott and Michelle maybe have a little something in common that they don't know about because they each have physical challenges and physiological challenges that they've been through. And I think it would be helpful for our listeners and our audience to just hear briefly how that has helped you get to where you are today or how that has, or how that has influenced your business so I don't want to steal either one of your thunder. So which one wants to jump in first? Any, meeny. <laughs> ladies first. Ladies first. Oh, ladies yeah. first. Oh. That always works. All right. So what Jane's referring to is back in 2012, I was diagnosed with a rare condition that took a few years to be diagnosed. Once we, it was diagnosed, it caused some surgery that I had to go through, and definitely it was a lifestyle change for me. 
And because it was rare and it was genetic, my children were um, tested and ends up that my daughter has it, so her and I are warriors together, that it's a multi-organ condition that we get all of our care out of the Cleveland Clinic, And um, but I don't let it keep me down. She doesn't let it keep her down. And so my goal and what I do for a living in helping people navigate the healthcare system, when you're diagnosed with any condition, let alone a rare condition, knowing where to go, the questions to ask, and even everyday consumers of how to save money and how to stretch that healthcare dollar because it adds up pretty quick. And I think that provides a unique perspective for you, Michelle, in the business, in the industry that you're in, because you can talk a language that, say, Ryan and I cannot talk right. with your personal and experience. And I've been fortunate that I've been able to point people in the right direction on where to get care because of my experience. Um, we have four children between my husband and I, and when he was a senior in high school, our second oldest had cancer. So I've known what it was to navigate his tens of hundreds of thousands of bills, and then myself, and then my daughter. So it's just been continual yeah. through the years. And so it gives you that level of empathy that it's more than just getting a claim paid. It's a person behind that, and what are they going through? Because the last thing they want to do is worry about how they're going to pay their bills. Yeah, that's awesome. All right, Scott, your story. So, um, I am unfortunately the last person living in my immediate family. Uh, my mom passed away from cancer when I was 12 years old. My dad passed away after being on dialysis for seven years in um, in August of 17. And in fact, today is three years ago. I walked him down the stairs, in fact, for the last time. And he was in the hospital for two months straight and uh, trying to get rehab and get better. But he never did. So he stopped dialysis to pass away. And then uh, February 1st of 19, my sister passed away from a rare cancer called ocular melanoma. And she fought eight years in a week. And so um, in between my dad and sister passing away, I was very fortunate to um, have to, to figure out that I inside of me, I had something I didn't know I did. And I lost 110 pounds because unfortunately, I think I would have been well on my way with the rest of my family if I hadn't done it. Because at that point, when I know soon after I walked in and saw my dad laying there, passed away on his deathbed, that my sister wasn't far behind with her rare cancer. Numbers, unfortunately, don't lie. So with that being said, I knew I had this little gap of time. I didn't know I had nine days shy of a year and a half in between their passings, but I started to grind every day and... I've known Ryan for a little bit and he's, he saw my grind and, um, you know, just excited to share my story because I'm not the only one who's gone through sad things, but I definitely have and um, want to share and hopefully inspire people that no matter what you go through, because I felt sorry for myself for the longest time in between my, my mom passing away when I was 12 and my dad passing away when I was 31, that I felt sorry for myself every single day. Everyone knew it. I didn't have to say it in words. You could just tell in action. And so a lot of times we don't have to say things in words. We can just show uh, body language or whatever that things aren't going well or whatever. Ever. And um, I always felt sorry for myself. And I realized that um, if I was ever going to be happy and be healthy, it was up to me. And I want to help people please just start. That is my hashtag. Hashtag please just start something you want to do so you don't have regrets. Because my biggest regret in life is not having my dad be able to see that I've lost the weight that he begged me every single day to do. Because he said, I'm well on my way to being where he was because I was doing the same thing he was doing at the same age. And and Scott, you know, I've known uh, Scott a long time, and he he had this thing. So to watch the transformation for people out there, we got a lot of business owners hearing all that. What I'm hearing both of you say, and that was a great connection, Jane, is, you know, everybody's going to get punched in the face and hit hard. I mean, that could be cancer. That could be a death. That could be any of our own deaths. And we don't have, you know, life is precious. And 
um, you know, it, it's, it, I always say there's an, op, you know, op, every obstacle has an opportunity behind it. Every, behind every problem lies a solution. Doesn't mean it's fun. Doesn't mean it doesn't hurt. Doesn't mean it's painful. But Scott's please just start. He is, he talked about branding mastery. I haven't even had a chance to talk to him, but he's got the thing everywhere and every uh, uh, apparel he has is brilliant. And he's, it's not just about weight loss. It's about mm. getting on with your life. And I knew Scott before when in that time we were trying to do some things together and a lot of times it was too hard or whatever. And then I saw the change in a guy who did like elliptical for like, what, a year and a half every I, single day. I, yeah, I, I, I wanted my, my goal was to go from never really taking care of myself exercise at all. And then I did 365. I did. I ended up doing 370. Took one day off because after the year, because that was my goal was to go from zero to 365. And I things we can't control in life. I knew my sister was going to pass away. I just didn't know when. So I took a day off that I decided to take the day off. So it wasn't going to decide for me. And then I've done it every day in fact this upcoming july will be a new year july 1st to this july uh this june 30th will be another year straight if i'm able to he's inspiring me and we're gonna go back to michelle but when i walk in my basement office packs my elliptical for 71 days i've laid my dry cleaning on the elliptical <laughs> every day and walk past it and it, you know what I'm how's hoping, that working for you it's Ryan? working great it, it's, it's a called the closet clo yeah, yeah. yeah well you know it, you want to get the equipment good use so as i watch scott sweating and showing the stuff i see my dry cleaning while i'm recording videos in a home studio so, so yes, um, I'm, I'm setting those goals. So I'm just kidding. But, no, and all this awesome. It's amazing. Yeah, so let's jump you. back. Um, let's go with, with Michelle. Yeah. You know, uh, you've been in business, done a lot of things. There's a lot of business owners in a lot of industries listening to, to us right now. A lot of people have been hit hard with losing jobs or being furloughed. Mm -hmm. I want to hear from you guys some words of encouragement because we have enough depressing stuff in our society that we get fed yeah. all the time. You know, you guys have both been through a lot. So from you, Michelle, what do you tell people yeah, about all the stuff you've seen? Dovetail off what Scott said. When I had to meet with a genetic counselor and learn that it was, you know, going to be passed on to my family, which was not something I wanted them to inherit of mine, um, it really changes your, your outlook on so much stuff, especially when the genetic counselor sort of does your life timeline. So I know how much time I've left. So it makes you appreciate the days like mm. so much differently. Now I have quite a few, but it really changed how I take on every day. In this last 90 days, I think a lot of people, it's been about 90, 120 days since um, we've had to deal with COVID, is it's changed everyone's perspective. It makes you appreciate the family around you, even taking on new ways to navigate the healthcare system because when you can't leave your house, you might still need to fill up prescriptions, see your doctor, um, business owners you asked about have struggled on, you know, how do, am I going to pay people? How am I going to keep my health insurance in force? So as a firm, we've really worked with them to support them to understand the new laws, the CARES Act, the new loans that are out there. There's so many options, but I just think that it made everybody, whether you were an employee or employer, unemployed, employed, step back and look at life just a little bit different, sort of like Scott and I have for years. And what mm. is, because I heard in both of your stories and how you have that physiological uh, sharing of experiences, both based on choice, you both have chosen to make a personal choice to continue with life in a positive way. But in light of our current pandemic, Michelle, and then Scott, mm -hmm. what is one choice that you've made that has been a result of the pandemic related to your business? From a business standpoint, I think a lot of us have gotten used to doing emails and texts. So one of the things that I found impactful is right when it first started, um, instead of emailing or texting a friend or more, more so a client, I picked up the phone and called. And it wasn't a businessy call. It was just, I'm just calling to see how you're doing. 
And I think we've gotten away from that in life of just checking in with people, but talking to them. Texting's nice and an email, but it is nice to hear a friendly voice on the yeah. other end and how are you doing? Are you okay? Because it was so impactful, especially for businesses, all of a sudden have to shut their doors. I mean, their employees are their family. You know, they're trying to feed their family. They're trying to stay profitable. It, it was really difficult. And at that those early days, there was so many unknowns in front of us. So just not in business, but also with friends and talking to them on the phone. I just think it and Zoom calls have become a new thing. <laughs> hey, so, look, hey, look, I've been saying for yeah. nine months, and dang it, I didn't buy that Zoom stock. Uh, I know. <laughs> well, uh. and it's interesting because during the COVID, um, our grandson turned one. Well, we couldn't have our big like baby shark birthday party at the aquarium. So we had to do that on Zoom. My husband had a big milestone birthday. I won't disclose it on the air, but... We had to do that on Zoom, but it was nice. He was able to connect with friends he hadn't seen in a while. So it just made us all learn of a new way to, to communicate, a new way to um, reach out to people. Because mm-hmm. we all, so, oftentimes you get busy in our busy days. Yes. And we forget the small things, and I think it brought us back to that. Well, I was doing, I'm doing a show that spawned from some Facebook Lives, and it was different. And so Mike came on as Mike Salmon, uh, running the board back there. I'm sure I'll get a sound effect. But he did a heck of a job coming on the show. And it was, it was, um, uh, you know, I would go and do four or five of these recordings and, and, and you know, done more and more. And I felt worn out from talking to people, but I really wasn't actually with them. I was <laughs> Zooming with yeah. them. And I, I, I remember my wife, she's home for the summer mm-hmm. teaching, and I'm like, I'm exhausted. She's like, you haven't even seen anybody. I'm like, I feel like I have. <laughs> so, uh, you know, I know. It just, yeah. <laughs> there you go. There you I was, go. Wait, I, I was uh, waiting for it. I was waiting for it. He's good it's about like, that. It's you like know, the morning show well, back in the days in Z, Z93 or whatever. And we need to mention, uh, Ryan, I think it's appropriate to mention we have in the studio with us today we have not only mike but we have amanda and jj too absolutely so that's jj i mean it's what makes the power this happen. Uh, uh, there you go yep you got jj you got okay. amanda always all right Scott, now I'm back sorry, to our regular yeah, schedule program we got a little we got, all right. we got a little sidetracked all right well, well i forgot to give scott the question again Cho- <laughs> <laughs> oh no crickets <laughs> no, so that's all right what but choice right. have you what's one what's what's one choice that you have made during this pandemic that has influenced or impacted your business i think kind of just going with the flow and dealing with things that we can't control and you know i'm sorry for everyone who's had to go through that and had family and friends um that have you know dealt with that and it's just realizing that we can't control everything but how we respond to things and I feel like that used to just be a saying and I heard that and I'm like, okay, because I've gone through things for a long time, but I've now changed my attitude of how going about oh. it. And then a Zoom the other day, I was very fortunate that a former professor had me speak to his uh, class the other day. So a Zoom call when I've never done one, like I've sure. been on a Zoom before, yeah. but not where like I was going to be speaking or anything. So that sure. was interesting and different, but I'm I'm happy to do more. So <laughs> I'm happy to just... Well, well, you know, in your business too, Scott, as you built, you know, and, and I've heard some of your speaking coming along with encouraging people and not just not with your story, but please just start with anything. But you know, getting thrown a curveball of um, audiences being shut down, you know, mm-hmm. and, you know, Jane and I know that where people aren't bringing you in for training because there's no audience. Uh, you know, everybody, and I'm going to say it again, I'm going to say it, Amanda's going to laugh, but has, have, has had to pivot. I mean, I've been saying this for three months and going, all right, well, things will open back up again. So it's the people right now that are, I want to know y'all's opinion, that are thinking and are changing their business model. I've changed my entire business model and built it into exactly what I wanted to during the last three or four months, stuff I never had time to get to. And I feel pumped. My wife's like, you've just done the impossible. And I said, I had time to think. What about you guys? I mean, have you been putting time into your, you know, reflecting about life, reflecting about your business, reflecting about, hey, when it gets back to kind of things, I, I've thought of new things I want to do, or, or maybe it is, so you said, Michelle, talk to people yeah. on the phone again. Well, 
typically during the second quarter of the year. Last year I traveled, I think I was in 12 states. And this year I had to change everything and do it in person, or not in person, but over virtually for employee benefit meetings. And we have clients all over the country, different time zones. So we definitely have had a pivot. We had a huge pivot as a company because unfortunately we lost our founder and owner, give him a shout out to Wayne Dry, to COVID. So six weeks ago, he, or just over six weeks ago, um, he lost his fight with it. So we saw it firsthand of how hard it is to go through that. And he fought like valiantly for 32 days. But um, so it's with that and then just doing okay, taking his charge and moving forward and still helping our clients. And because that could have easily derailed us as a company. But we all came together and we're going to continue on and do his life's work. And uh, so it's just a lot of reaching out to people and educating them in new ways with video um, conference calls, Zoom calls, doing benefit surveys, anything we can to put technology in place of what typically I would be standing in front of a room doing a meeting. Do you think, and I'm curious, Jane, your input too, do you think training and speaking and events, I know that we can never get away from the human to human, you know, me speak in front of a room, whatever, you can't get the same thing through a Zoom, but do you think certain meetings or certain things that were, you had to be in person could move virtually as we rethink, I need to be at the school board meeting, but maybe we could do this one on Zoom and the next one in person and the next one on Zoom, because sometimes like I couldn't be in attendance due to things I was doing, but I could have jumped on my computer. You well, especially I mean, you here in Atlanta with traffic. Right. Oh, yeah. exactly. Absolutely. I mean, we save hours. I'm hopeful that that will be one of the, the ongoing mm-hmm. results of what what so many people have been thrust into about the pandemic. Because I know, Scott, you're just launching kind of your yeah. speaking business. Mm-hmm. I'm a speaker as well. I've been using Zoom and doing things virtually for years and have been an advocate of that and tried to educate folks but they've been hesitant because most of the time they're scared of it right and now being thrust into that they're finding hey this is not so bad Uh, case in point a very senior adult sunday school class in my church are doing their sunday school classes by zoom and these are in the age group that typically don't do much by computer at all and that's happening over and over in so many segments both business and personally so, yes, I think there will be, I'd like to see a blend. Yes, and that's why, but, but even education, you know, my wife's uh, digital learning, she was in training to become the official person for this next school year, and I said, you just got an MBA on the job because you had three months. She said, we were ready for three days. I'm like, well, but my point is, I think we're going to see education uh, change a little bit. In other words, face-to-face is where it's going to be, but then if you have a lesson, you can supplement that with other things. Or do you have to travel to XYZ for something that's really simple that, hey, I'll come catch you with my next business trip and this one. You know, maybe we'll rethink that a little bit because as human beings, the travel and stuff, speaking, takes a wear and tear in your body. I think there's a learning curve, though, that still must take place. I don't know, Scott, you're experiencing in in some of the things that you're doing virtually, and Michelle, you've already experienced it, but a learning curve, it still would behoove people, businesses, to work with an expert on how to effectively now blend this as part of their business plan or how to effectively facilitate a meeting or how to effectively speak to a group you know on on zoom and that's where you can tap into those people who are experienced well and, and just so i'm going to say it for you i mean jane is experienced at uh, more so than me i learned zoom on the fly so i wasn't yeah. using it but janebishop.live you can get to there because jane will guide you the right way we've worked together for years to say hey you know this is an option for you, or have you considered this? And and, and I just wanted to say that. Well, you well know. thank you. And how to do it. It's the how-to and, and work through it. So, Scott, 
let's go to what do you think in this pandemic about virtual how do you think that will impact or influence your business? I think if if I'm given the opportunity, I mean, I'll speak any time, anywhere, any place, because this is what I want to do for my life. I, I kind of go along with that. I can't see me doing anything else with everything I've been through, but to share my story. So sure. I'll be happy to do this virtually. I mean, the goal has always been not just to stand up on a stage and have people stare at me, but I have no <laughs> problem with that either. But I just want to get my story out. I don't think it, I don't like, I've, I've said this a lot and I mean this, I don't think I'm anything special. I'm just willing to share my story because yes. we all have a story that we could all learn from one another. Oh, we do. So like I said, I, as you just said, I, I just started very recently and kind of had to take a back seat here with everything going on, but that's more important getting the world back to, um, a substantial spot where we can move forward. But, um, yeah, I will, I'll be happy to speak virtually in person. I love like having a conversation. This is great. So you know, where you can just really get to know more instead of sometimes just regurgitating yes. things. So I'm, I'm, I'm honestly down to speak anywhere, any, yes. anywhere. Yeah. And I think for employers too, it was a huge learning curve to have employees all of a sudden telecommute. Yes. And there was some old, some employee, I've telecommuted for years. I have the option if I wanted to work full-time from home. I personally like being with people, so I don't like being by myself at the house all the time. Um, but some employers had never adopted that telecommuting. And so they were, it was a great learning for them to realize that employees can be effective that way and in some ways work harder or longer if they have a 32 second commute to their office in their house versus you know that hour hour and a half on the road can be tough and then by four o'clock they're worried about getting to daycare and worried about picking up their kids it really changed that whole um, mind frame but it just depends mm -hmm. too because it was hard daycares closed so then parents sure. are trying to juggle that people trying to teach your kids school, which that I'm glad that my kids are all over 20 and I didn't have to go through that because I can't even imagine. So it was so many lessons and learned over the last three months by everybody from employers to schools to teachers. Well, and I think what the pandemic has done for, for most people is whether they wanted it or not, has given a, a new perspective. And perspective is very, can be very helpful and enlightening both personally and for business yeah I mean I honestly think as humans you know you you know and I don't think there's any science that I've ever read that backs up there's 28 days to make a habit that became popular and people have used that and I think it plays but you know when Scott did something for a year year and a half that's a habit when I but when I pass my elliptical every day that's a habit yeah your clothes uh, are getting smaller <laughs> they, really, they really are they, that's fun no I'm I actually started with a couch to 5k and I made it to week five talk hurt my knees and ankles and everything so in all seriousness I'm just been walking is what I've been doing but but, you know, we've had an extended period of time that I think are going to be studied centuries from now that we've lived through history. Businesses have had to reinvent themselves. Businesses I know have had to close due to no fault of their own. Other businesses have figured out such a restaurant. How in the world do we do takeout or pick up food? We've never even done it before. And they had to do it overnight. Educators, my wife's teacher, had to figure out overnight. And so every person I've interviewed or talked to has said there was no playbook. Hey, Michelle, you've seen a lot. Scott, you've seen a lot. There's no playbook to figure this stuff out. And I said it in the show before, leaders lead. And we started trying to figure it out day by day. I mean, you know, I, this has been the great human reset. I mean, it's been a long period of time. And I think the ramifications of things we do will be interesting to sure. study. So, um, we're, you know, our listeners are getting some insight into both of our great guests today, Scott and Michelle. Let's, let's kind of segue into your business just for a moment. Michelle, why should a business consider hiring you is my question to you. And then, Scott, you know, why should someone 
invite you to come and speak. So, you know, kind of what, what sets you apart? What's the Michelle factor and the Scott factor that you bring to the table? Well, I'm very hands-on with my client. I always tell them I'm a mother hen. Make sure I take care of them like I would take care of myself, spend their dollars like I would spend them like they're my own. And just really working with the employees, educating them, and not just handing them their benefit summary in a folder and saying, here you go. It's teaching them the what's wise, where's, how to save money, directing them through different ways to save money, questions to ask, best places to get care, because that's when it really matters, is when money's coming out of their wallet. And so I team with clients from a technology standpoint, so we can take everything to Zoom, to video, to marketing. We have our own marketing and production studio in our office. And just really taking the expertise that I've gained over the last 34 years of trying to take a very expensive, next to payroll, benefits are number two in most um, ledgers, a, a very expensive line item and trying to help them budget it the best way that they can. So, And, and I have to say, just because I know Michelle, what she speaks is the truth. I mean, that's who she is. Now and she, that, and that's, she reached out to me part. really early on when I said I want to do that community connections yeah. to talk to. She was like, let me know how I can yeah. help anytime, anywhere. And I was like, one of the first emails I got. So absolutely, yeah. I agree. And yeah. Scott. So, Scott. Um, well, I like to say I don't have the right perspective. I don't have the right answer or the wrong answer. I have my perspective. And so I know what I've been through. Everyone knows what they've been through. I've learned that you can't judge anyone. You would never judge anyone first. That should be a golden rule. But don't judge anyone if you've never been in their shoes is something I've, I've learned through um, all my trials and tribulations through life. And um, I, I really just like to share, like, that if I can do something and I'm fully, like I said, I'm fully on my own. I have a cousin in Roswell and I'm very fortunate about that. I have close family, friends and everything. But at the end of the day, you have your family, your mom, dad, siblings, and eventually, unfortunately, everyone everyone goes. But I'm 34 now. I was 33 when that happened. And I'm, I'm 34 and I'm fully on my own. And I had no idea I was... My dad realized I was, I was ready for that. That's why he stopped dialysis because we knew the inevitability. So... I just have my perspective and I feel like if I can if I can do this when I all I was was negative I mean Ryan knew me before not that I would just be like I was so negative negative but it was it was the body it was everything about me my aura was a little different and you you um on on his on your website there's a link to the segment that you were on when you were on Fox 5 News yes ma'am and it's great insights there also some a great visual of Scott you I would not have recognized you coming into the studio today had I seen you before <laughs> that's how transformational physically you're you have done with your body Thank but you, you did mention I think about being addicted to food and that that <laughs> was your comfort zone and a lot of people that's where they that's where they go for comfort so you have a great story to share. Thank you. I really appreciate it. Well, in, that. in Scott's case, you know, we did some work together, but it, it wasn't so much negative. I would say Scott would look at stuff and say, well, that's not fair. Why'd that happen to me? Versus why not me? I can make it happen. And I mean, he doubled down, tripled down on that. And I'm like, jeez. And I haven't even gotten a chance to talk as much, but I followed and shared stuff back and forth. And I'm mm-hmm. like, wow. I mean, and that's, that's what you call a life change. Yeah. That's not some. I mean, he's like, I'm, I'm all in. And so I'm going to tell you right now, you want somebody to come speak to you, encourage you, who's not judging you. 
this is your guy, you know, and, and you got Michelle, one of the best in the business out there who's sharing her own life experiences. It says, I'm treating your money like it's my money and I care for you like it's my own family. And well, to Scott's point, if someone's looking to lose weight and trying to get healthy, sometimes it's hard to start on your own. Through your health carriers, they all offer health coaches for free. Some have free weight loss programs. There's a ton of resources out there, but you have to be your own advocate in life and you have to ask the questions. Speaking of that, what would be one, and I know there are many that you both have to share, but what is one lesson learned that you would like to share with our listeners? Go ahead. If you oh, like, if you go like ahead, her. Scott. I'll let, <laughs> um, I'm thinking. Yeah, like you said, there's, there's a lot. I'm trying <laughs> yeah. to think right. of Do we need the Jeopardy? Well, no, you know, no, no, I got one. Well, oh, okay. Tell me real quick before you, before, what's the best way people can reach you guys? Because I don't want to leave that out while y'all are thinking about the other uh, website or, okay. or email or phone or whatever. Okay, so I'm, I'm, uh, scottinspires.com and um, on Instagram and Twitter uh, at scott underscore inspires. inspires. Okay. And um, may I? Yeah, yeah please. Okay. So I'm actually also to go along with my speaking and, and um, a, a short story, um, a little background. My sister had uh, had her close friend send me a letter for after she passed away that she wrote before she passed away because I get it like about two and a half weeks after and I'm like, this is Melissa's handwriting. This is really freaky. <laughs> so I get this um, letter and she wrote me. It wasn't supposed to be this way. She goes, it was a very long letter and the premise was, you are my legacy. And I just started bawling. I needed it more than I could ever imagine. I'm not afraid to say it. I, I needed it. So I, I'm, I'm here to share my story. And I realize I'm my family's legacy. If I get to wake up every day and inspire people and talk about what, what I've gone through and everything mm -hmm. I've gone through, then I get to talk about my mom, dad, and sister and keep, keep it alive. So I've decided in the next, I want to get this thing started here soon. Uh, nonprofit in memory of my family. It's going to be the Green Hut Family Foundation. And I had, my dad and I didn't always have the best relationship, but at the end, he was on his deathbed and he cried and thanked me for everything I did for him. So we had that closure that I would, if I didn't have that closure, I would never be able to be, I wouldn't be here physically sitting with you guys now because I don't know if wow. I'd be here, to be honest yeah. with you. So I want to help people who might not be able to on their own get, go have closure. So at some point, I'm going to be fundraising for flights and hotel rooms to get people off to figure out the best way best route to uh figure out who um how to get these clients you know to 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 pay for them to go uh to go see their loved ones before they pass away it may be a couple of weeks where they don't want to be there at the moment and hold their hand some people want to be there hold their hand for their loved one's uh, last breath and some people may just want to go see them and remember the good times and have closure a couple of weeks beforehand but that's what i want to do for the rest of my life and i want to share my story and everything that i've that i've been through to hopefully inspire people to please just start something because again my biggest regret has been my dad not seeing this when he begged me every yeah. single day to, to lose and, weight and real quick to wrap it up i think um scott and i both have learned that you have to take care of yourself so you're around for a long time to take care of those you love because if you don't take care of yourself first then your time will be cut short mm -hmm. and you um not only work but my family there's a lot of, a lot of life left to live yeah. what's the best way to uh, reach yeah. you contact. yeah same contact yeah um you can find me on linkedin michelle sutter um, under Business Name or World Insurance Consulting Group. And then you can also email me at my first initial M, last name is Sutter, at WIAonline.com. Okay, and I think you've got a quick resource. Did you want to mention to the listeners? Yeah, these are, if you're out and about and looking to save on pharmacy, GoodRx is advertised on TV, but we have cards. I also have cards that you can reach out to me to get discounts on vision and dental. 
literally you can save money on everything. It all depends on where you go. She's uh, all got my attention. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you can get the same level of care and save hundreds of dollars. It makes a huge difference because it's amazing when you start doing the homework of how much money out there is to be saved. Good. All right. Well, uh, you guys have been phenomenal, and we could probably all talk forever. So uh, I want to, again, thank uh, Scott Greenhut, my friend. Thank you for coming on the show. I sure appreciate it. Thank you for having me and having me share my story. Absolutely. And Michelle Sutter, thank you, my friend, for thank coming you. on the show. Uh, we'll, we'll, we'll do it again and kind of kind of wrap us up. Jane, man, it's been fun to be back with you That's again. Great. Yeah, great to uh, see you. Yeah, you know, we all miss life and going. So, folks out there, we appreciate you tuning in. So. Thank you, folks, for joining us on other Marketing Matters here on Business Radio X. Uh, please support those who take care of the show, Air Filter Sales and Services with locations in Tucker and Marietta. Thanks to our guests in the studio for making it a great show. For my co-host, Jane Bishop, this is Ryan Sowers. You've been listening to Marketing Matters. And until next time, folks, make your marketing matter. <laughs>